and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's in Smithtown. I'm once again here in my home recording studio to record another episode for you guys. Now, last week we talked about how to set goals using the SMART goal-setting method, the framework that I had described. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go back, have a listen. Uh, the more times you listen, the more I think you'll get it. But the one thing we didn't cover there is why I believe it's such an important thing to set goals and what goals, having goals, does for you. And that's a very important topic, and that's what we're going to talk about today. What setting goals does for you. Right? The reason why you want to continually set goals for yourself. When I sat down and thought about it and I committed all this uh, to, to being written down, I came up with three pretty simple answers. Motivation, momentum, and confidence or self-confidence. So I want to take a few minutes now and go further into detail on each one of these three topics. So I want to start with motivation. Right? Motivation is always having another thing to strive for. At least that's how I believe goals help you. Having goals help you. When there's always another horizon for you to chase, when there's always another rung on the ladder to reach for, then you have something to look forward to. And it's that much easier to maintain momentum. It's also why it's an important thing for you to take long-term goals, big picture goals, big projects, and break them down into smaller pieces. If you were going to build an entire house, you're not going to look at the entire house being built. Instead, you're going to think about building the foundation first, then start on the exterior, then on the interior, and little by little by little, you check things off of the list. And each one keeps your motivation going. Each one leads to the next. It's also a good and important thing to have those long-term goals. Something for you to look forward to on the horizon. Maybe uh, you have a car that's currently leased and you're saying to yourself, you know, when this lease is over, I want this car. And you know you've got to do X, Y, and Z in order to be able to afford leasing that different car when your current lease is up. So you're thinking about it, you're watching videos about that car, you're doing all sorts of research about those cars. So that way, it's always there. That long-term goal is always present for you. It's always on your vision board, so to speak. It's always right there for you to think about and for you to try to make happen. What it really does is it gives you a reason to go through the less pleasant parts of the journey because the journey to every goal is not paved with golden streets. Right? Instead, there's usually some rough roads along the way. There's usually some difficulty. And when that happens, we need something to look for, something in front of us to pull us through. Right? It's like if you're working really hard in your yard at the end of the day, and you know at the end of the day, you're going to sit down and you're going to have an awesome meal. Or you've got a you're kicking your own butt in a workout and you've got your cold water bottle sitting there waiting for you when the workout is over. It's something for you to, work, to motivate you to continue to work through those tough times. It's also a reason to get up on those lazy days because we all have them. 
We all have days where we're not motivated, where we don't feel like doing anything, where we feel like we're living the words to the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. We don't feel like doing anything. And as a result, it can be difficult to get up and get moving and get pursuing our goals. But when you have a goal in front of you and a long-term picture that you're working towards, it can give you that little bit extra motivation because you know what you're working towards. You know what you're working for. And it can give you a little motivation on those days when you have none. Right? When you're feeling that magnetic attraction between your rear end and the couch, that, that ice cream that you're looking forward to, so to speak, that dessert of life, that long-term goal can be the thing that provides motivation for you. Now, the second reason I came up with to set goals is momentum. Because, very simply, when you achieve one thing, it leads you to the next achievement. And it leads you to the next achievement, and it leads you to the next achievement. It gets you in that goal-setting and achieving mindset. It gets you in that place mentally where you're setting up goals like dominoes and knocking each one down into the next. For better or worse, life is very momentum-driven. When we get into certain types of habits, it's really easy to keep going down that same pathway. Now, that works both ways. That works with really good habits, and it also works with really bad habits. When you're taking really close care with your nutrition, and you're making sure that you're eating really clean, and you're doing everything that you need to to keep your nutrition in check. It's really easy to continue to make good nutritional choices. It's very simple because the momentum of the choices you've made to this point are driving you to make continued better decisions as you go down that path. But the same works in reverse. If your at-home workout equipment has become a very expensive clothes dryer, then it tends to stay a very expensive clothes dryer. We get used to hanging our clothes on it and not working out on it. So it becomes that much more difficult to break that pattern, to break that habit. So we have to do our best to get our momentum rolling in the direction that we want it to head. This is also why it's really important to take those long-term goals and break them into smaller pieces yet again. Because each small-term goal, each small-term achievement is going to further the momentum. Think back to that domino example. If you guys were around in the 90s, you remember when uh, setting dominoes up in intricate patterns and using one to start the reaction and knocking down all these crazy patterns. They even made like specialized toys that did this. That was a big thing. And it's a perfect analogy for how this momentum works. You achieve that first goal, and as soon as you do, it leads you into wanting to go after the next one, and it leaves you in the mindset to go after the third, and the fourth, and so on, and so on, and so on. Each small goal keeps the momentum rolling for you. It keeps you moving forward in the direction that you want to go. It keeps your momentum rolling. It's like the rungs of a ladder. Each one makes it easier to reach for the one after it, and makes it easier to reach for the one after that. And on that same token, you also can't get to the top rung without all of the rungs in front of it. Each one is important, and each one builds.
builds your momentum as you move towards the next. Now, that third reason that I came up with, in my opinion, is probably the most important. Having the, uh, gaining, I should say, self-confidence. One of the greatest sources of our self-confidence, of our own self-image, is our achievements. So take a moment now and think of everything that you've worked hard in your life to earn. And this could be everything or it could be one thing. Right? Maybe it's the, the home you were able to purchase. Right? Maybe it's the place in your career that you got to. Maybe it's an educational goal that you achieved. Maybe you got a, a really high level degree or something like that. Maybe you completed this awesome project at home or at work or whatever. But when you think of that project, when you step back and look at it, it fills you with pride, doesn't it? It fills you with these amazing emotions. Right? When you step back and you look at the garden that you weeded for an entire weekend and how much better it looks now, you planted the new flowers and you put in the mulch and you step back and you're like, man, that was a lot of hard work. I had to work really hard, get really sweaty, get really dirty to accomplish that. But man, oh man, oh man. I feel so good now whenever I look at that flower garden. Whenever anyone comes near the house and they stop and they look at the flower garden, man, I feel great. Right? It boosts your confidence that much better. See, we learned this model very early in our lives. If you think about it, this is something that even infants know. I mean, if you think about it, when an infant does something positive, what do we all do? We all clap, yay, right, for the little baby when they do something that they're supposed to. And then, what happens? You get that behavior repeated. And as a result, they keep trying to find that thing that gets that same good feeling. Like, I don't know about you guys, when I was very, very young, if I did well on a spelling test or a math test or something like that, of course, we would bring that home. And this was before the days of the stainless steel refrigerators and everything like that. I think like everybody had basically the same refrigerator when we were all kids. And the one thing you always hung on the refrigerator was your spelling test or your art project or your math test, whatever it is that you did really, really well on. And those chintzy little pieces of paper that we got from school, they would stay up there with a refrigerator magnet up on that couch. They would stay there forever. Heck, I think there's probably still some of my spelling tests on the, the refrigerator at my parents' house even now. And man, some of them have to be like 30 years old, yellowed and everything else like that. But why? Because when you look at those achievements, it still fills you with pride. It still builds your confidence. And we continue this process into adulthood. I mean, think about it. When you, when you meet certain rites of passage, each one gets a bigger celebration and a bigger celebration and a bigger celebration. Let's just stay with education. When you graduate elementary school, there's a moving up ceremony and your parents probably have like a little party and you feel really good about yourself and it's good. Then you go to junior high school or middle school and you finish and again, there's a moving up ceremony and you feel great about yourself and maybe your parents have a slightly bigger party. Then you go to high school. You graduate high school. Well, there's a big party. And then you set your sights on whatever you're going to do next. Maybe you're going to college. Man, you graduate college. Oh my gosh, that's a tremendous party. That's a tremendous achievement. That's something that you're going to walk around with a great sense of pride about. 
then you take that degree that you earned through all those years of hard work, you put that up on the wall of your office or something like that. And again, man, it makes you feel so good about yourself. And it keeps that mindset going for our adulthood. Right? We don't end our schooling and stop trying to achieve. We continue that pattern. Right? We continue to try to go right, from there into further achievements throughout our life. Education is just kind of the, the first little framework where we learn this model and it continues because it's why we keep setting goals for ourselves. It's exactly why. Because every time you have an achievement, your self-image gets to grow. You get to look at yourself like the type of person who achieves things. You get to look at yourself like the type of person that has their college degree or whatever it is that the specific achievement is. Now, when you put all three of those things together, you can see how nicely they, they work in tandem. You can see how the entire framework, the entire model works to continue to push us forward. Right? You continue to set goals to give you motivation, to give you the thing to strive for, to put the hard work in, to get up off the couch on those lazy days. And then each small goal builds your momentum to work towards the next goal on your list, the next short-term goal that's going to lead you further and further towards the long-term goal. And as you continue to achieve each goal, it builds your confidence in a very ascending way. In other words, you achieve something small and it does a small boost to your confidence. But then the next achievement's a little bigger, so a slightly bigger boost, and so on and so on and so on until you eventually get to that long-term goal where you have the biggest boost of your confidence. But most importantly, when you think about it, what this model really does is it keeps you setting further goals for yourself. When you become the type of person who sets goals for yourself and achieves them, not only do you get addicted to that confidence boost, but the momentum keeps rolling. You knocked some goals down, you feel great about yourself, and you definitely want to begin to set more. You look at another thing in front of yourself to continue to set goals for. So I think that's the beautiful thing about it. It keeps the motivation alive. Because as soon as you've conquered that one mountain, you start looking towards the next. You start saying, okay, what's the next thing I'm going to lay out in front of myself? I know I do it even with projects around the house or projects around the school where I finish one thing and then I take the step back and I'm like, okay, that's my next thing that I'm conquering right there. That piece right there. That's going to be the next piece of my puzzle that I'm going to use to keep this mo momentum going. It gives me the motivation to continue work hard enough to make those things happen. Now, I firmly believe that martial arts belts are a great example of this model. It's something I believe in very highly, obviously, based on what I do for a living. But I think it's completely, it completely builds this system and it completely shows you these three uh, bits of framework here to continue to set goals for yourself. Now, obviously, in martial arts, our pursuit is not really about earning higher ranks, but more the skill that comes with those higher ranks. The ranks become the motivation, the outward symbol of the skill that we continue to grow. And every martial art is fairly similar 
in how they go about giving promotions, in terms of how they break them down. Um, the only thing that you generally find is white is, always, is generally always the beginning belt and black is always towards the end. But other than that, what happens in the middle, though similar, is usually different from martial arts school to martial arts school. So as I lay this example out for you, I'm going to stick with the system that I am obviously most familiar with, our Tiger Shulman's ranking system. Now, we have three different promotions in our ranking system. The first would be stripes. You earn four stripes on every belt. Each one represents a step towards your testing period uh, for the next belt. And then we have low and high belts. Each, each color is cut into two or three. White is cut into two. Uh, every other color is cut into three. Where there's a low belt that has a white stripe across the middle, the solid color belt, and then a high belt which has a black stripe through the middle. So in those three uh, belts, the low belts and the high belts, they have similar significance. But the most significant is the color change. All right, when you go from when you go to the solid color belt, I should say. Now the way these are set up is stripes are the smallest step. They're the smallest increment in your journey. Then low and high belts are similarly sized uh, steps in the journey, and the solid colors, in my opinion, are the biggest. Though many people would argue that each belt has the same level of significance. I look at it slightly differently. But uh, that's just my opinion. I think, to me, the solid color is where, uh, as an instructor, I'm looking for my, my student to have the greatest command of the skills for that specific rank. But what happens is, as we continue up the ranking system, we continue to build the chasm between those ranks. In other words, to earn your first stripe, your second stripe, your third stripe, your fourth stripe on your white belt, those are not very big chasms in terms of what we're looking for skill set wise. Then, as you grow into the next skill set, uh, that's where we're looking for a slightly bigger jump in terms of level of skill. And we do that progressively as you go from one rank to the next. As a result, you're always setting a slightly bigger goal as you move up the ranks. To get your first stripe is not a very big step. Uh, it's a nice achievement and it's funny because almost every adult that walks in the door tells me, hey, I'm not really interested in ranks. And then they get their first stripe and suddenly they become, <laughs> they suddenly become at least partially interested in ranks. And as a result, they gain the motivation. It starts the momentum going. They earn that first stripe, they start looking towards, I'm going to continue to improve so that I can earn my second stripe and so on. Then they, they earn their fourth stripe finally and they start working towards their first new belt and man, it keeps the motivation alive and when they earn that belt, again, it doesn't seem like that much and it's not why most adults get into it, but the recognition of your hard work that that belt signifies. Man, that is such a confidence boost. Again, it always is keeping this pattern alive of smaller goals leading to bigger goals and keeping your momentum growing. And as you achieve more, as your skill grows, of course, your confidence grows too. Sure, it's martial arts, so you're going to continue to build your self-defense skills, which certainly does a lot for your confidence as well. But you're conquering 
that inner weakness that we all have. You're conquering those moments of lacks of motivation. You're continuing to push past those moments. And as a result, it really, really feels like an achievement every single time that you achieve one little thing because it's a recognition of how hard you had to work, of all you had to overcome to get to that point. And of course, this is only an example, but I think it really shows the concept. It shows how these three reasons are, in my opinion, great reasons to continue to set goals and why it leads you to continue to set goals. Because obviously, the more goals that you set up and achieve, the more you will. And in the future, it's going to keep your motivation alive. It's going to keep you wanting to knock down more goals. It'll keep you thinking about checking the next thing off of your list, so to speak. It'll put that, that sense of uh, a vision on you where you're always looking for the next thing. Yeah, that's the thing I'm going to work on next. That's my next project. And of course, every time you achieve that next project and you can step back and look at it, hands on your hips and say, man, I did that. It's going to continue to build your confidence. So folks, that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys continue to uh, enjoy the podcast. Please do me a favor. If you do enjoy the podcast, please leave us a rate and review on whatever uh, software or application that you use to listen to podcasts. Please share it with friends because the more, the more listenership it gets, in my opinion, the better. Uh, I didn't start doing a podcast just to talk to myself in my little home recording studio over and over and over again. I wanted to talk to as many people as possible. As always, I can be reached via email at SenseiLeonelli at gmail. On Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at Sensei underscore Leonelli, L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. You can find out about my school at tsksmithtown.com. On Instagram and Twitter, we're at tsmma underscore smithtown. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash smithtown. For Tiger Shulman's as a whole, you go to tsk.com. For the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. And until next time, my friends, I will see you all on the mat.